like sports? Do you like beer? Do you love sports and beer? Then you're exactly where you need to be. This is the Huge Views and Brews Show on 1252 Sports Chicago. Cheers. How the heck are you on this Monday night? I hope you're doing well. And if you had the Bears and the points, you're doing well. Uh, if you had some of the bets I had, not so much. Uh, welcome on in. Hubes, Views, and Brews. Fred Hubner, uh, Fat Mike's going to join me in just a couple minutes right here on 1252. We are live from The Whistle Sports Bar and Grill, 159 Studios here in beautiful downtown Lockport, Illinois. And uh, nice to be back. Didn't do a show last week. Uh, here this week, I was going to be with Mike last Wednesday. We had some technical problems. We're hopefully all good today, and we will talk some Bears. We'll talk some NFL. We'll talk some Cubs and White Sox and World Cup. Oh, my God, we could be here for decades. No, we could be here for at least an hour and 10 or 15 minutes. So it'll be fun. We have a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about. Bears lose again, but that's okay. You know, I've gotten to the point where they work their ass off. They play hard. They play well. Justin Fields does good. Um, injuries, just ridiculous. Three penalties on what, the first five plays of the game, and then injuries right off the bat. Can't do that uh, in the NFL. But uh, they hang tough with one of the best teams in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, and um, they lose by five. Questionable call at the end of the game with 2.53 left and deciding to uh onside kick we'll talk about that with mike and everybody everything else uh about the game in just a little bit we'll talk world cup argentina is the world cup champions they've got the uh crown for the next four years we'll discuss that some baseball both the Sox and the cubs with some signings over the last couple of weeks so we got a lot to talk about a lot to discuss we got some beer stuff coming up in our final segment and uh, I just had a Delwood IPA from uh, Nick and Ivy. It was very, very tasty. I also had some Whistle Pig. Thank you, Marchie and Greco, uh, from April. Uh, we still got it here. It's amazing we still have it here. And I've got a beer we're going to show you in just a second. They said Michael joined us. And don't forget, 1252, we've got the hockey show on uh, Tuesdays. we got Fat Mike on Wednesdays. we got Harry and his overs-unders on a Sunday morning, so lots of stuff to give you. I got a beer here I've never tasted. It's a brand new beer. It's from Pollyanna Brewing in Lamont and also in um, St. Charles and also in Roselle, I want to say. They got three places now, and uh, it's called the um, Head for the Chills, okay? Head for the Chills. It is a winter IPA. I love IPAs. I love the hoppy. The hoppier, the better. So let's try this one out and uh, let's taste it. As everybody, we ooh comes out with a nice kind of a darker amber color. Um, so that's that's where the winter comes in. So winter IPA. I picked it up at Orange and Brew the other day. Saw Eric Schmidt from Orange and Brew walked in there. Uh, saw a guy, my guy Mike. I hope that that's the same. 
keep getting his name wrong. And uh, we sat and talked for a while, but uh, yeah, the uh, for the chills, let's do a taste really quick. Oh my, this is one I can get drunk on really oh easy. My. Yes, as Mike comes on over. Uh, head for the chills, you get a chance it's from Pollyanna and from the guys over at Orange and Brew, Eric Schmidt. Pollyanna does some great beers over at Lamont in Lamont. And um, it's a great time for beer. You're looking for, if you're looking for a Christmas gift for a beer drinker, gift cards. All these places have gift cards Skeleton Key, Orange and Brew, Pollyanna, Black Horizon, all of them have um, gift cards. Look how dark this is. I mean, look nice. It's oh, it's awesome. It's got a nice amber, even a darker a amber. orange peel in there. It looks, looks like it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure what's in it. I haven't even, I didn't even look. Um, they don't tell you. They just want you to guess. But that's okay. It's 6.7 alcohol by volume, which is pretty good for an IPA. And um, there it is. Head for the chills. I'm happy to have it. Uh, the guys at um, Orange and Brew are great. I got more to talk about with Orange and Brew in just a little bit. Mike joins me here. It's nice to have Mike in. Yeah. I was supposed to be on his show on Wednesday. Oh, man. Oh, man. This I guy's been it. battling with a throat. Laryngitis, like, from 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 hell. Laryngitis from hell. In two weeks. Yeah. And I still don't have my voice back 100%. Yeah. But I'm trying. Right. You're drinking fat. Mike from uh, Nick and Ivy. We got more Nick and Ivy beer, and that'll be in our last segment. We'll talk about that. But the Bears lose yesterday to Philadelphia. No one expected them to beat the Eagles. I don't think a lot of people expected them to hang tough with the Eagles. No. Okay? They lose 25-20. Right. The one thing you got to say about Matt Eberflus, he's got these guys busting their ass and working hard. Well, he also makes very good adjustments. He really does. Where where the Bears aren't getting the break speed off of them. Yeah. I mean, he does. He keeps games within range. Of the possibility of winning. And that's something that we haven't seen. Usually before before Everflus came in here, when it was Matt Nagy, whether it was Jim Fox, or I'm sorry, John Fox, or even Tressman. Yeah. When the Bears got beat, they got whipped. Bad. Like bad, 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 yeah. bad, bad, bad games. Yeah. I mean, a lot of bad, a lot of ugly losses. The Bears really haven't had an ugly loss all year. Uh, one. One. I think one. I got, I got one it here. Loss. Um, was let's it, see here. It was Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, 49-29. That was an ugly loss. Otherwise, three to the Dolphins, one to the Lions, three to the Falcons. Well, the Jets beat them bad. Yeah. That's the other one. And uh, the Packers keep beating them. Always. But you know what? The Packers suck, which is good. Packers playing tonight. Don't care. Those teams that completely underachieved this year, what a piece of crap that game is. Yeah, that game sucks. There's no reason anybody. Everybody's watching that game tonight. I'm still here. Uh, but you know what? In that game tonight, if they have a Manning cast, watch that. I think a Manning cast would be so much better if they didn't have guests. The guests ruined that whole thing. I saw Boomer Esiason this year. He was a great guest. But for the most part, the Manning casts are brutal um, when they have guests on. Sometimes they have bad connections and all the other stuff. And But I love listening to those two guys. They know the game. I know that uh, Peyton was really upset with the last game they did. He just couldn't believe how bad the uh, the play was. That's what happens. That's what happens when people said, why can't you know Larry Bird, head coach in the NBA and stuff like that. Larry Bird couldn't figure out why guys couldn't play like he could. Right. 
<laughs> Same thing why Wayne Gretzky couldn't coach in the NHL. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. nobody's as good as Wayne Gretzky. No. Nobody's good as Larry Bird. Does not work. They don't understand it. But the funny thing is both those guys right now could put on their jersey and do exactly what they did. Oh, sure. 25 years ago. Oh, sure, they years can. ago, and still 19, 20, 25 yeah. years old. Yeah. Can't do it like they can. So, the question I wanted to ask you, and I mentioned okay. it very early, is that Bears trailing by five, 253 left. Bears decide to onside kick instead of boot the ball deep. Yeah. What were your thoughts immediately when it happened? I didn't like it. I didn't either. But at the same time, okay, like I know what. They had one timeout left. They had one minute really quick. I get it. They should have booted the downfield. The Bears were in a winning situation where they could go out there and actually want to win the game, have the will to want to win the game. It's not like Hawk Harrelson. Yeah. The, well, the will to win. If they win that game, they go from two to nine. Right. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see the Bears go from a draft position of two to nine because that draft position at number two. You draft guys are killing me. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, though. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. We mentioned it a couple yeah, weeks ago. I know. If the Bears land the number two pick, yeah, that kid Will Anderson out of, out of Alabama, that big defensive edge rusher. Coming out of Sometimes so stop and me and Mike right now. <laughs> but sorry, yeah. you're watching. It's one of those things where it's to win the game. Said about it. I look back at it now. I'm okay with it. The thing that bothered me the most, though, was the the. Punt at the at the thirty, and I I don't always give Fox anything. They did a job because the wind was bad, and and they showed how it has been. It would have been a forty-eight yard off. It's not work. Not going into this wind on that side of the field, and that's why I understand that. So I didn't. As soon as they showed that, but he's trying. Kind of boot. He dropped the last couple of weeks, and I understand. Yeah, well, we're gonna talk. I mean, he he's a guy that has now missed three extra points in the last four weeks. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, right here. Like, I take notes. I take the whole thing, and uh, he's he's been brutal. He's missed a kick in four of the last five games. Yep. Okay, extra points. Also, he missed one against Detroit, and he missed one against Green Bay. You can't miss extra points. I mean, no, I know they moved. Well, people are missing him. He's not the only one. A lot of people do miss these things nowadays. But that was uh, that was interesting. The uh, onside kick with two fifty three left. That was a long time. Give your defense an opportunity to stop someone. But you did lose Jack Sanborn early because of an ankle injury. So that makes it difficult. And uh, you did well. He led the team in tackles. I think with eleven tackles. That's one thing. The other thing I had. And if you're watching the game, if you watch the game at all, I'm sitting on my couch yelling because Jaquan Brisker comes in on a blitz and he hits the gap where there's already a guy and he doesn't hit the gap he's supposed to hit. And because of that, Jalen Hurts literally walks into the end zone. Untouched. I mean, Daryl Moose Johnston and um, Joe Davis just say, you don't usually walk into the end zone, but on this one, yeah. he basically did. Yeah. Now, here's what Jaquan Brisker said after the game. 
kid, you're a rookie. And own it up. Listen to what he says. He said, I just missed an assignment for me. He goes, just trying to make a play for the team. I knew we were in zero defense, but I told DeAndre Houston Carson to take the tight end. I didn't locate the tight end. Wherever the tight end is, I've got to go to the opposite side. You know, I went in the wrong gap. I'm really doing stuff dipping on. I know who I am. Right now, you're a guy that missed a freaking assignment, and a guy walked in and went in maybe. And in the, I, I the Bears are doing what they can with the defensive side of the ball. They're learning. I mean, they're, they're learning. They're, they're all so learning. Oh, yeah. In that it's not even funny. Yeah. Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon, both those guys super young. You're, you're Gordon playing. had a great game. Gordon was all over the place. You're putting a lot of pressure on those kids right now to become – everybody is. Let me ask you a question. Are they getting paid? Yeah, they're getting paid. They're playing in the NFL. they are getting paid. Something they've dreamt about. But there's something – exactly. But something that's – I mean, it's legit. There's a lot of pressure on these kids to succeed in in the monsters of the midway mentality. And I get it. Yes, if we had other guys – if we had a supporting cast – If you had a defensive line, they could put pressure on the quarterback. Exactly. (laughs) If you had a supporting cast around uh-huh. these guys, yes, yeah. you would hold them to a higher standard. But as you're looking at it, like right now, there's nobody on that side of the football that can stop a, stop no. a nosebleed. No. Okay? No. So just give them time. Let them do their thing. But I will say this about the Bears' defense yesterday. During the first half, they looked pretty decent. Yeah, they did. All right? And I will yeah. say this. The Bears' defense did look a lot better. And I'm happy with the front four in the first half. After that, it all okay. went right down the The front four were creating chaos, forcing Hurts into two interceptions early. It was huge, and it was actually really nice to see. And it was, where has this been all year long? Yeah. They were putting bodies on. They were guesses. They were, the mic was excellent yesterday. Yeah. The, 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 the spy was excellent yesterday. It was a good thing to see out of the Bears yesterday. It was like, oh, where's this defense? They won the turnover battle 3-1, they to one, and they – They'll lose the game. A lot of times in the NFL, and Lovey Smith, when he was here coaching the Bears, yeah, you win the turnover battle, the odds are you win the game. Not yesterday. Bears had two interceptions that recovered a fumble, and that was good. Our guy, Fellas Jones, fumbled again. Yeah. Now, you know, a third-round pick, you know what I would do? I would just tell you to go sit on the sideline. We'll see you in camp next year Yeah, because you're a third-round pick. We don't want to give you away yet. you got to prove you can hold on to the freaking ball useless and he said after the game you know i try to gain more yards i try to do this don't try to do shit just hold on to the damn ball that's the biggest thing that he's not been able to do is hold on to the ball he's got speed they know that they've given him opportunities it's not quite working we have we've gone let's see we've gone 16 minutes we've not must mentioned justin fields right and i got this is he had a good game justin fields is like you Bears fans, you've been waiting for a quarterback that can play in this year in, in this kind of NFL. You've got one. Yep. Okay. Justin Fields is a guy that that he got away from a couple tacklers, ran down the left side, stepped out of bounds on like the nine. But that that's the that's your guy. Now I'm a little concerned that he runs runs too much. And David Montgomery did not carry the ball as much as he should have yesterday. Still a good game. He okay game. A lot of people are criticizing Montgomery. 
it's not his fault he's not getting the ball as much. It's it's they're calling plays for Justin Fields to run the ball. But here's Fields' stats yesterday, okay? 14 for 21, 152 yards, two touchdowns. He threw a touchdown to David Montgomery. Also, he hits Pringle on a great play because you would have thought he was going to run the ball. Pringle's open on the right side. He finds him for a touchdown. That was great. Sack six times. But in some of the other games recently, really good 15 rushes 95 yards and with that he sets a franchise record for uh rushing for a quarterback also i didn't know this one the third quarterback in the nfl to rush for a thousand yards i would have thought there were more with michael vick and lamar all these guys that's it you just named the list those guys that's That's it it. those three list you would have thought it was more um but he's he's such a good quarterback. Um, you're going to have him all year long next year for years. Keep going ahead. I see you. The going on. It's in the better selected Justin Fields. And Mike's going, I don't. Well, I was pissed. Fuck. We don't need Justin Fields. You're going on and on and on. There's more need, more needs for the team, and you're right there. Right. But there's no one to protect them. This, 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 this. And you're right about that. And it's it's not the fact that I'll live up to it. I've copped up to it over the last year. I was not happy with the Justin Fields pick initially. No. Because at that specific moment, we saw every offensive lineman flying off the board. Yeah. I mean, literally, they, it, after Justin Fields was picked, I mean, all the guys yeah. that I wanted that could secure down an offensive <laughs> line were gone besides yeah. Tevin Jenkins. Right. And luckily, Tevin Jenkins fell to us. If we traded up to grab him again. Right. All right. But it was <clears> – <throat> I'm glad now that – I'm, I'm really happy with Justin Fields. It was never a knock against Justin Fields. It was a knock that the Bears, again, were drafting a quarterback and drafting a position – that they didn't hypothetically need at that specific moment, and at that specific moment wasn't going to make an immediate impact. Right. That's why I was upset. It wasn't watching you. You were quite upset. It's going to take time. But this being said, you you mentioned it just a little bit ago. Justin Fields is one of three quarterbacks. He's in the top three, 1,000 yards. And and think about it. It's 1,000 yards week 14. He's missed a week or two. Yep. It's not like he's been there every week. So he actually has a chance. Oof, excuse me. He ha- I can't drink beer no more. <laughs> he actually has a chance to break Lamar Jackson's NFL What's season. What's the record? One thousand two hundred and six yards. Oh, there's in four in three games left. He's got a chance. Oh yeah, I don't chance. think there'll be any problem with that. He should have no problem. Let me hit you with a couple other things that I got written here. Uh, David Montgomery. Montgomery with twelve carries, fifty three yards. He needs more than twelve carries. How many catches did he have? He had three for thirty eight and a touchdown and a touchdown. And I love the way he plays, but there's a good chance he's not here next year. Right. He's going to want more money. He's at a point where he gets a new contract. <clears throat> Injuries. Tevin Jenkins, a neck injury. They had to cart him off the field. It took forever. Uh, I'm sorry, Tevin. Um, Equinemius Brown, he gets hurt first play of the game, I think it was. First, second play of the game. So the number one receiver, that's right. (laughs) He was the number number one receiver for the Bears at that point. He gets a concussion. And then Jack Sanborn, who's been their guy. He's been the guy that's filled in for Roquan Smith. Five tackles. He goes out with an ankle injury. 
I mentioned Velas Jones. We don't need to mention him again. No. Ever. Um, Alex Leatherwood gets a chance at the right uh, tackle position. You almost threw up right there. <laughs> yeah, you did. And, you know, he's a big guy. He's from yes. Alabama. He can't be as bad as he looked yesterday against Hassan Reddick. I don't know. Hassan Reddick was running around him all game yeah. long. Give him a chance. He, he's, you know, he's a big guy. He's a good you player. You, know, you got to, I mean, literally, I mean, you can give him a chance, but give him a chance with a backup to where he's not going to kill Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, like that's, six sacks. Again, six sacks yeah, yesterday. Alex Leatherwood was a At least two or door. three of them were past Leatherwood. Al- Alex Leatherwood was a saloon door yesterday. He couldn't, he couldn't stop anything. Speaking of a saloon door, yeah, we're gonna be at the stagecoach. Yes, and we're both gonna be there on New Year's Day. After you party your ass off on New Year's Eve, come on over to the stagecoach. They got awesome food. We're gonna be there for a pre and a half and a post game yep. show. And, and, and that is, uh, I guess, the Lions, January eighth, first, January first, yeah, January, January New Year's 1st. Day, New Year's Day, uh, right? Yeah, January first, we are at stagecoach. Going to be a great time. Yeah, great food, great booze, great scenery. Yeah, a great scene. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna be see all the all the girls in the the little old school saloon out. They're great, and, and the food's great. I love the food of Stagecoach. Um, Stagecoach is an awesome place right there on downtown Downer or downtown Downer so downtown Lockport. Awesome place right next to Nick and Ivy. I think it's ten twenty four South State Street. Okay, we'll have a great time. It'll be so much fun. That's on uh, New Year's Day, January first. A couple other things, real quick. Um, Fields, the only quarterback this year with multiple touchdown passes and no interceptions against the Eagles. Yeah. So that's, that's also enough. the highest QBR against the Eagles this yep. year. Yep. Um, Joe Davis. I mentioned it a couple Joe times. Joe Namath. Not Joe Namath. Joe Davis. Oh, okay. Joe Davis, the announcer last, yesterday for Fox. I had mentioned earlier in the week on Twitter, people announced who, you know, who the announcers were going to be. And I said, you know, I've had just about enough of Joe Davis. He said, yeah, Jalen Johnson's playing well. Said no, he said no one talks about Jalen Johnson being one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. And I'm sitting there on the couch going, "Yeah, because he's not." <laughs> and then later on, AJ Brown catches the pass down the right side, and Jalen Johnson's playing better. He's getting healthier. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing for the Bears. That's awesome. Uh, Eberflus upset with with uh, also Britain. For yeah. not finding the right gap, which I um, I had a bunch of NFL stuff. We're gonna get to that after we do some. Sponsors. We got amazing sponsors, and because of that, you know, because of the guys over at the Whistle Sports Bar One Fifty Nine, which we'll be at for the year, that's January eighth. That's January eighth. We'll be there at the Whistle, and uh, that's why we're here. We're here in the yep. lovely studios here in downtown. Lockport. Let's see what's back. We'll talk about the NFL. A crazy week in the NFL. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some baseball. We'll get the beer and stuff like that. Oh, he loves his baseball. So do I. We'll talk about that. Humans, Fred, Mike, here on 1252 Sports. Hello. 
This is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Stagecoach in Lockport has a unique menu from fresh salads and burgers to venison and steak sandwiches. We feature plenty of appetizers and desserts for a perfect way to start or end your meal. Come into our country western bar and dining room or relax outside on our patio sitting in the heart of downtown Lockport on State Street. We can accommodate both small gatherings and large parties. Offering 16 different beers on tap, frozen margaritas, an extensive bourbon and whiskey menu, and our famous Bloody Marys, you cannot go wrong at Stagecoach. And if you're feeling lucky, come try DJ Bingo on Tuesdays or our big pay slot machines all week. Stagecoach is located at 1028 South State Street in Lockport, Illinois. Everyone is a friend at Stagecoach. Hope to see you all soon. Fuzzy football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, play shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets, and a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park. A barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game nights. Fonzie football is simply the best, most realistic, and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. Then I took the belt off my neck and I went home. I'll what bet. You, yeah. What do? That there you go. Sense, right? Fozzie ball. <laughs> Unbelievable. If, you, if you've not played Fozzie football, it's a great, great time. Great game. I think we're going to have it. I got some people coming over for uh, Wild Card Saturday. Yeah. And we're going to play Fozzie football. Bring a Fozzie football game. We'll I have fun. It, yeah. We'll have fun playing Fozzie football. It'll be a lot of fun because there's wild card games, three of them on Saturday. I think it's the 14th or 15th of January. What Whatever that Saturday. I'm bringing Fozzie football. I'm bringing meatballs, pajama pants, and slippers. There you go. That's all you need. That's all I need. That's all. Right now, I have a basement and a concrete floor, so you might want slippers. Sleeping bag? That, well, you can have that, too. That's fine. Yeah. Not a problem. As long as uh, Charlotte, one of the dogs, doesn't come down, she likes to poop in the basement. That's right. Yeah. I know you're a guy that picks up poop in that. So, NFL was weird this week because there were three games on Saturday, okay? There's more games this Saturday. The Bears play Saturday yeah. against Buffalo. Yeah. There could be a tough no uh, at Soldier Field. 
it could be 12, 14 inch. It's like it's follow flow to go. Yeah. Okay, wherever Buffalo goes, there was supposed to be more in the Buffalo and um, uh, Miami game the other day. Not so much snow. Second half snowed a little bit. The Vikings played on Saturday. First game, I'd say, Vikings down to the Colts, 33-0 at halftime. And Linda, my girlfriend, says, you want to watch the second half? I said, no, not at all. I'm leaving. I didn't find out till like, the next day that the Vikings had the biggest comeback in NFL history. Uh. You was, did for yes, a reason. It was it was awesome, man. I mean, I had I had a great day on Saturday. That was honestly one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. I got off of work on Saturday. Yep. I go to my mom and dad's house. I stopped up here to make sure everything was still here. Right. <laughs> and um, like I said, I haven't been up here because of the laryngitis, you know. So I stopped over by my mom and dad's. My dad's, I'm like, you watching the games? Like, this game sucks. I'm turning it off. Yeah, 33 nothing. My, my dad's time. like, I'm gonna turn on Big Jake. He's going to watch a John Wayne movie instead of the game. Yeah, you All know right, what? Fine. I get it. Cool. Dude, okay. Go do your thing, Duke. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> I hopped in the car. I hit it on the radio. And it's like, okay. And the Vikings are starting to mount a little bit of a comeback. And my dad gives me a call. He's like, you watch this game? I'm like, I told you they might come back. Yeah. And I got home just in time. They were down still by 20 points. I turned them on, and I was like, they're going to win this game. And it was unbelievable. And the only reason was I was crazy. watching the game yeah. is because I had an invested interest because I had Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. Thank you, JJ. And I there also had go. Kirk Cousins. Thank you, Kirk. All right. <laughs> I have Kirk on one of my teams. Yeah. But it was it was unbelievable. And I'm gonna say this right now. I know I said it on Facebook the other day. There is without no question, there is no question, Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the NFL today. Today. It's without a doubt. Today. Today. Okay. Right now. He is not Vela Jones. Vela, get the fuck out of here. Not Equinemius no. St. Brown or whatever his name no. is. No, Justin Jefferson, and he torched him. He torched Stefan Gilmore yeah. that entire second half. Yeah. And now, guys, just so you know, Stefan Gilmore is no slouch. No, one of the I, better. He's, he's one of the better quarterbacks. Yeah. In today's NFL, yep. and Justin Jefferson made him look like a pud, yep. like the entire second half. It was awesome, fucking awesome. So, awesome. so the Vikings are the NFC North champions. Okay, so they they win that they win the division. Yep. The Cowboys had a twenty-seven to ten lead over Jacksonville. Now Jacksonville's been playing better, but come on, Jacksonville comes back, wins in overtime. Yeah, in that game. Yeah, the other game. Let's give some credit to where it's due here. Jacksonville? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Talk Trevor, more about Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. That seems to be a thing right now. It seems a lot better than Urban Meyer down there. And Doug Peterson, as we know, quarterback whisperer. Yeah. All right, has has Trevor Lawrence playing That's great. really good football. Four touchdowns out of Trevor Lawrence in that second half the other day. Give credit to where it's due. Trevor Lawrence, great work. Listen, the first time I've seen Trevor Lawrence actually – do it. They're six and eight. They're a game behind Tennessee in the AFC South right now. Okay. And we'll look at the standings in a second. Some of the wild card teams and all that stuff. And Joe, this is for you. There are three wild cards in each uh, AFC NFC. I screwed up a couple weeks ago. You told me, you made sure you told me when we watched the World Cup game. That was you, Joe, over at uh, Nick and Ivy. The other game is the Bucks and the Bengals. The Bucs had a 17-0 lead. Passing of the torch game. Yeah, I think so. 
All of it, it's Joe Burrow. Forget Tom Brady. The the Bucks made every mistake you could make: fumbles, interceptions, uh, penalties, drop balls. It was crazy how bad that was. And we know, listen, our guys down there in Tampa, Harry the Greek, but also our guy Peter Blake, yeah, and Ray Kennedy, yep. Those guys down there, they're doing great their, job on Sunday mornings. Oh, yeah, they do great job. Peter is ready to yank out every fucking strand of his hair, like he like. He he loves the Tampa Bay Bucks, and Pete, we love you up here. I feel so bad for this guy. Yeah, every week it's another. It's like, how can the Buccaneers lose this week? Yeah, it's almost like the Cubs of like the mid two thousand. Oh sure, where it's like, how are the Cubs going to lose this game? Yeah, nine to one. Yep. All right, and it's like somehow miraculously they pull it off. That's the way the Bucks are playing right now, and I feel bad. The Bucks right now lead the South in the NFC, and I said we'll look at the standings in a minute. Six and eight over Carolina, who's five and nine. And maybe you just take the top seven teams in each group, in each division. I don't know. Maybe not. Or in each conference. Right. That might be a good thing. But, you know, this is probably just a uh, a one-time thing. There's going to be at least two teams in this year's playoffs that that finish under 500. Yeah. There's a good chance. You know, it reminds me way back again, baseball. Remember when San Diego made it? Yep. They were what, 79 and 83 or some shit like that? And they ended up winning in the first round. Like, what the hell is that? That's what happens. That's what happens. Now, the last game I want to talk about is, and I didn't, when I see the Raiders and the Patriots, it means I don't want to watch the game. The game's tied with like no time left on the clock. And the Patriots, for some stupid reason, Instead of going to overtime, decide to throw the ball backwards, throw it backwards again. The touchdown to win the game. Now, it's great to see Bill Belichick lose that way. Because if I'm Bill Belichick, that guy that threw that ball is out, is gone. You're out of here. You're done. Jacoby Myers. Gone. Yeah, I, I think so too. At least for a week, if nothing else. I don't want to see you on the premises. I don't want to see you because you remind me of what happened. The <laughs> Patriots right now are seven and seven. That game yesterday, maybe they get a win, maybe they go to overtime, get a victory. They would have been eight and six. Okay, right now Miami's eight and six. Um, chasing Buffalo. Buffalo's got a three-game lead on them. It could yeah. have, it could have been a big win. Yeah, could have been, been a really win. big win for the Patriots, yeah. and they let it shit to bed. And. It's the fourth quarter, and it's a tie There's game. There's no time left. There's no time left. It's a tie game. They're going to overtime. It's the last What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? It was so ridiculous. Like, that's the only, I had it on. I literally had it on. Did like, you really? I'm like, it's the uh, what we just said now. Yeah. I was I was dumbfounded. I was like, what? I had to, it's the fourth quarter. I had to show it to Linda today. We're watching a lot of the highlights on YouTube. I said, you got to see this highlight. And she's watching. She sees the guy throw the ball back the first time, and then she sees the second one. She goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and we just we just sat there and laughed. Not only because... did they throw it back, do you know who they threw it back to? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Mac Jones. Yes, they threw it to Mac towards, Jones towards Mac Jones. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, like he's gonna run eighty yards for a touchdown. Right, it's not happening, and he's not gonna tackle anybody. No, he didn't do that. So, the stiff arm that he got put on him, though. Oh my god, that was pretty sweet. It was yeah. like it was like a, a grown ass man's stiff arm and an infant. <laughs> Do you 
The NFL is so weird this year. It's so bizarre, so wild. I had a couple of I, I lost I lost a five five leg parlay because um one of the guys, I'm trying to remember which game it was, one of the guys caught two passes instead of four. And it was like, okay, I got all other four things. Got them all. And yes, in, in the Chiefs game, I had McKinnon scoring a touchdown. He scores one to win the game. He had a nice game yesterday. And I had I had Mahomes scoring. He scored on a run. I have a home scoring three, throwing three touchdown passes. He threw two. Ah. So, I mean, little stuff. But you know what? I'm a cheap gambler. $3, $5, maybe maybe seven, whatever. But it's fun. Keeps you up to date. What Keeps does Harry say? Keep your bets low and your returns high. Yeah, well, I, I do do that. My returns are high when I win, yeah. which is like four times a season. There you go. Not nearly enough. Okay. Baseball. Ah. Before we get to the Sox and the Cubs, okay? We'll get to that in a second. Mike and I have been sitting here salivating over the World Baseball Classic. Yes. Because it's going to be down in Florida, uh, the USA team, the Dominican Republic team, the Puerto Rican team, Mexico, all these teams, Venezuela. It's going to be so much fun. But the World Cup just ended, and this is awesome because years ago, they said, "What what if there was a World Cup in baseball? And I've got a magazine or a newspaper at home that talked about it. Frank Thomas would have played for the USA and all this stuff. Oh, my God. It would have been awesome. But now they do it every couple of years. Mike Piazza behind the dish. Would have been great. Roger Clemens. Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens. Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson. All of it. It would have been awesome. Andy Pettit. The World Baseball Classics coming up this year. Mark DeRosa, who you see if you watch. I'm pretty sure um, all the guys that we just named were Roy Dead, besides Frank Thomas, though, and Cal Ripken. Johnson wasn't. Randy Johnson, though. The big unit, yeah. Yeah, nah. he, he now, he's, now he's taking manager. pictures. He's a photographer. For the NFL. Yeah, for everywhere. He's all over the place doing yeah. stuff. But the World Baseball Classics are going to take place in March, and that's awesome. It's so much fun. People say, oh, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch regular baseball. No, you want to watch that. Yes. When Puerto Rico is trying to figure out, who do we play at shortstop? Baez, where's Lindor play? We got with Correa. It's like, come on, you got to watch this thing. And the um, uh, the American team, the USA team, is going to be fun to watch. Mark DeRosa is the manager of that team, and uh, I cannot wait. Cannot wait for baseball. Now we get to the Sox and Cubs. Now, as a Sox fan, I'm a little excited. As a Cub fan, I would think I've not even asked him today. I would think my I would think Mike's really excited with Bellinger, Jamison Tyon. Brad Boxberger, and oh, by the way, Dansby Swanson. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, but that's still, <clears throat> how do I put this? Okay, so the Cubs made some moves. We already said Cody Bellinger, Jameson Tyone, Brad Boxberger, Dansby Swanson, Drew Smiley, and there's reports of them going after maybe Mancini, maybe Jerks and Profar, other guys along the system. With what they have currently, Bellinger, Tyone, Mancini at first, I'd love that. If they, they swap that. off, yeah, yeah, between him and Mervis, I'd be okay sure. with that. Sure. Um, but as of right now, uh, how do I say this? Okay, so like when in 2000. You lost Contreras to the Cardinals. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Because look, look, look at the look at the previous teams. You don't need a big guy that's hitting 280, right. 270 behind the plate. Yeah. Houston Astros just won it. Two of the last five years, Maldonado and Martin Maldonado back there, who can't hit his body weight. Right. Okay. But let's let's be real. Could you and I hit our body weight? No, I don't. I don't don't think I could. I I definitely can. I'm. (laughs) 
I'd be a Hall of Famer if I hit my body. Were you fucking kidding me? I I might come close, but I don't think so. I keep trying to lose weight. And I'd, I'd, I'd be a perennial all-star if I hit my body weight. All right. But um, legit, though, am I excited? Yes. Some new faces. I like the Bellinger deal. At first, I didn't like it. After I found out the details of the contract, it's a prove-it deal. Right. One-year One deal. Year. Have him come in here. Hopefully, he finds his bearings again. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Playing center field, the addition of Swanson makes you really strong up the middle. You move Horner to second base, Swanson at short, Bellinger in center. That's pretty good defensively, even with Jan Gomes back behind the dish. Uh-huh. Makes you pretty strong up the middle. Boxberger, relief arm that you needed. Jameson Tyone, he's honestly probably should be. Can he here. give you innings? If he gives he, you innings, he will good. give you innings. Yeah. He, will, he will eat up innings. He is an innings eater. Yeah. He probably should be the number two. He won't be. He'll probably end up being number three behind Stroman, Hendricks, Tyone. Okay. Um, but of all the signings that we had, none of them hit like in 2013 when we got John Lester. Uh-huh. None of them, none of them really show me right as a Cub fan. We're going for it. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. That the guy needed this year was. <clears throat> that guy would have been Correa. Okay. That guy would have been Turner. That guy would have been Verlander. You know what I mean? Like, let's go for it now. Swanson, <clears throat> Swanson's a guy that can play the position. Yes. He can hit the ball. He also strikes out a fuck ton. Well, at Wrigley, he could be, you know, he could be a good player too, I think. He strikes out a ton. Yeah. A ton. Now, I'm not taking anything away from him. He plays a solid shortstop. Yeah. Hits for a little bit of bop, walks a little bit. We just got to take those strikeout numbers down a little bit. That's okay. all. Now, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. For the, now for the, the White, White Sox. Sox. The White Sox get Andrew Benatendi, who I like a lot, but not as the highest paid player to ever play for the White Sox. Okay. <laughs> and and I don't care usually about salaries, but when Andrew Benatendi is the highest paid player the White Sox have ever had. Ever. Something's wrong. Ever. Okay? Well, it goes one, two. One and two. Andrew Benintendi. Jose Abreu. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, sucks too. Uh, and he's still here. There's a lot of reports the White Sox are going after James McCann and trying to bring him back. First of all, he never should have left. Right. And second of all, they never should have signed Yasmani Grandal. Okay. The day they signed him, I was upset. I've been upset ever since. It's been a couple of years of being upset. It's not really a good thing. Not a good thing for you when you're upset that long. But James McCann, heck of a catcher. People love throwing to him, stuff like that. They like throwing to Zavala. They really did. like The pitchers like throwing to him. They bring in Clevenger. They they now have Benintendi. Left-handed bat, an outfielder that can actually – that is an outfielder. Not an Andrew Vaughn, who's a first baseman, or Gavin Cheech, who's a first baseman, or an Eli Jimenez, who's going to kill himself in the outfield. Okay, so you're going to have Benintendi. You're going to have Luis Robert. And then right field, I don't know. We'll figure out. They all they keep saying Oscar Colas, this guy that came up to play a little bit of third uh, in AAA. He's a guy that can hit the crap out of the ball. He's a home run hitter. He's going to strike out. Uh, we'll see if the Sox are going to go that way. But uh, they still need a second baseman. Don't have one. And all of a sudden, the Cubs are now saying, all Cub fans are now telling me, well, you know what? We've got a, sec- a shortstop, and Horner's going to play second. If you'd like, you can get Madrigal back. Yeah, you can have him. I don't know that I'd be against that. 
but the Cubs would try to Nikki three strikes and go sit back on the bench. The Cubs would try to steal you uh, or, or like rob you on, on that kind of deal. But uh, baseball's fun. Baseball's always fun. I would have expected both teams to do a little bit more. Uh, but as it happened, Dansby Swanson was a big signing for the Cubs and Ben Attendee, big signing for the White Sox. See if anything happens before uh, spring trainings and stuff like that. But World Baseball Classic, baseball, we're going to have all kinds of well, fun. Well, I did say yeah. it. I did say it 10 days ago, Fred. I don't know if you've seen my Facebook post. I heard some rumors, and Fat Mike does have some juice. Fat Mike does have a little bit of source. I did see that. And I said, Swanson, six or seven year deal from what I was hearing. And sure shit, seven year deal. Yeah, the, did, did you know that Swanson's uh, girlfriend plays for the Red Stars? Plays for the Red Stars. Mallory Ooh, Sarah Pierce. Spain owns. Yes. Yes. Well, now she got to do something because she stopped doing radio. Uh, too bad. So, you know. But no, for real, though, the thing I'm a, a, I have to be, uh, you know, I'm a Cub fan, but I also have to listen to all this extra all year long yeah. for me to be able to do this here. I'm the same way, uh, the other, other way. Right. Yeah. And I'm upset with the White Sox. They should have done more. They should have done more. They should have went out and got a, a big bat somewhere. They could have went out and got J.D. Martinez, a righty bat. He went to the Dodgers. Okay. You know. They could have went and grabbed Justin Turner. They think they have enough offense. They don't. Well, they think they do. They don't. They, In their they, division, they think we, they do. They don't. Against the Twins and we, the Indians we've seen and stuff this, like that. We've seen this now. Now you lose, you lose Johnny Cueto. You let him walk. Who was your second best pitcher all year long? I agree. Year. I would have loved to have Johnny Cueto instead of Clevenger. You go out and get Clevenger, who was banged up, who didn't get a fair shake right. down in San Diego because right. he was unhealthy and because the San Diego Padres just kept on piling on pitching. So, okay, you didn't get a fair shake. Has now what, two Tommy Johns, Clevenger? Yeah, I think so. All right, so now he's coming back, hopefully on a prove-it type of type of roster spot. Roster spot for the Sox. One year, 12 mil. Yeah. So yeah. it's, I mean... But you probably could have got Cueto for one year eight. I know. You probably yeah. could have. You know, one year yeah. eight million for Cueto and built up your bullpen some more. Yeah. Which has been something that you've been bitching about, what every White Sox fan has been bitching about. They're going to get Crochet back this year, okay, after he okay. went for Tommy John. Now, I'm not sure if he'll be ready at the start of the season. We'll see about Crochet. Uh, that's enough baseball talk. We're going to hear from our other sponsors. We come back. World Cup is over. Argentina won. We'll talk about that. Fat Mike. Fred Hubner, Hubes Views and Brews on 1252. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team.
Hi, this is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from. Nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner. It will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. Megaplex Sports Complex is a 78,000-square-foot center filled with hardwood and turf. They have baseball rentals with batting cages, softball, soccer, lacrosse, gymnastics, cheerleading, cornhole, basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. It also features a bar and grill with the best pizza and beef sandwiches around. They cater to events such as birthdays, graduations, corporate parties, as well as memorabilia shows. Check them out at Megaplex Sports Complex, 15301 South Bell Road in Homer Glen, 708-966-4210. Oh, we got some World Cup soccer to talk about. That's right, World Cup soccer, and it happens every four years. Welcome back, Pat Mike, Fred Huber, Hubes, Hughes, and Brews. Don't forget, tomorrow we get the hockey show with Matt Bannon, also Andrew Fulbert, and uh, Wednesday, Pat Mike's got his I'm show. Back. That's right, he's back. I am he's back. He's got a voice, and that's a good thing. And also, uh, we got Harry and Peter Blake and all those guys. They break it down for you, the overs and unders. On Sunday morning, before you make your bets, I got to watch him a little bit more. I watched him a little bit last Sunday. I didn't take his advice all the time, and because of that, I was not a winner. He keeps on saying that he's going to try. He wants to have you on. I know. Well, this week, this this Sunday is Christmas. And I told him I was like, Fred's. I'm like, Fred's a complex man. Yeah, this Sunday is Christmas. Is that going to? I almost went on last week because it was a little bit early, but I said ah, I have something to do. But um, check it out. It's a great show. He's he knows his stuff. He'll, he'll El Paso a lot of bets where he means just lay off them, pass on them. But the World Cup, the championship game, the World Cup final, and I'm tired of people saying, you know, you watch the World Cup once every four years, you go, you can't decide a championship with penalty kicks. If they don't score in 120 minutes to set a fight, a winner, you got to play penalty kicks. You can't. Do anything else, okay? Right. It's good stuff, huh? It smells good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to go to penalty kicks. And as soon as they went to penalty kicks, I knew that Argentina was going to win because the France goalkeeper, Larice, not that good at penalty kicks. And uh, the goalkeeper for Argentina is very, very good at penalty kicks. Martinez, um, he also made a save late in the second extra time period which, like, right at the end of it, which could have given France a victory, 4-3. to three. Instead, they go to penalty kicks, 
Uh, you're a guy that hasn't really watched World Cup soccer. It was awesome. But you did this year. I did. I love it. And your thoughts. It. What are, you, what are your thoughts awesome, about World Cup like, soccer? Not only that, but like, okay, so I, I, I don't know. I just recently started a new job. Uh-huh. And I work with a couple of foreigners, guys that are like straight up Polish. Yeah. But they love soccer. Sure. So like even at work, like this is all last week, any game that was on, we're sitting there watching like the entire place shut down. Yeah. Nobody was working. Doing oh, anything. it's great. We're just all watching the television right yeah. there, watching World Cup. Yep. And it was fantastic. But my first World Cup experience has been absolutely excellent. Yeah. The games were tight. A lot of things I learned. I finally learned what offsides is. <laughs> yeah. Which is it's that easy. I yeah. learned that Messi, guy's really good with his feet. He's he's not bad <laughs> with his feet. Yeah. He's, he's really good with his feet. I'm not going to the place where he's the GOAT. He's the, the greatest of all time. He is very, very good. Uh, he finally won a World Cup. They had an opportunity against Germany a couple of years ago. Germany beat him one nil in a uh, in a the championship game. But I'm not giving him the greatest player of all time. I don't know that you can have a greatest player of all time. Pele was the guy that everybody knows. He's still around, right? Um, but I'm not giving him the greatest. What player about of Donovan? All time. Who's better? Him or Donovan? Landon Donovan? Oh my God! Yeah, it's definitely Messi. Definitely. Yeah, oh yeah. About- Messi's very, very good. He's great. Like you say, he's great with his feet. He had some great passes. He can control the ball. He's like 5'7". Who's better, him or Ronaldo? He's a freaking midget. Um, Ronaldo scores more, in my opinion. Okay. Now, number people out there might say, well, numbers-wise, Messi scores a lot. I think Ronaldo's the guy that scores. Messi does more of the small things. Messi, in the, in the championship game, Messi was coming back to midfield. He was helping get the ball. He was doing a lot of things. He played very, very well. I thought that was great. Uh, but I just – I have a hard time calling someone the greatest of all time. There's no way Tom Brady is. I'm sorry I'm a Montana fan. What about I Beckham? No. No. Beckham – nobody bent the ball like Beckham. Beckham's the best? Bend it like Beckham. He was really good from free kicks. Did he win a World Cup? Uh, no. no. I know. I know. That's the thing. Messi finally won one. He finally Marino was great. Marino was great. Is he as good as Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer? Uh, every, yeah, we're all better than Trent Dilfer, and, <laughs> and, and not only a quarterback and an announcer. Um, but yeah, so it, the World Cup's over. It comes back in four years. In four years, it's going to be in Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. They put Missouri. their yeah, St. Louis. I think. Well, St. Louis. I don't think has one. Kansas, the closest, City. Kansas City, right? Kansas City's got the closest. Oh, Ohio's also got a. They, Rahm Emanuel decided not to offer Chicago as a place for the World Cup, so there's no World Cup soccer. You want to fix it, Lori Lightfoot? You want to continue to be mayor? Yeah, get FIFA here. It's too long. I mean, they've already got all the games set. All the stuff is set. So in 2026, World Cup will be Canada, Mexico, U.S., and uh, it'll be fun. Cannot wait for that again. I'm taking Poland. Poland's good, but they will not probably have Robert Lewandowski. Who you can talk to your Polish coworkers? Yeah. I'll tell you, Robert Lewandowski. Who, who guy. was the guy on France though, that was at, who got the goals this last week for France? Uh, Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah, I like that guy's name. He's he's uh, four years ago when France won, he was 19. Now he's 23. Four years later, I I can do the math. Yeah, and uh, he scored a hat trick, and they lose. He scored a hat trick. He scored a couple from the penalty spot. Also scored an awesome goal where he He's timed good. it perfectly. Was it was a great game? 
And it looked like for a while there, two nothing. All of a sudden, the 80th yeah. minute. And I got up and France scores twice. Yeah, I got up and I was like, I literally got up, came back to my seats, and I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. There? Well, they tell you in they soccer. They scored two goals in what, two minutes? Yeah. In soccer, and probably in hockey the same way. Yes. In, in soccer and hockey, two nothing lead is the toughest lead to have. Because <laughs> if the other team scores, they've got the momentum. They're coming on, and that's what happened. All of a sudden, France scores two goals. It's tied at two. They go to extra time. They both score an extra time, make it three. Uh, great stop by Martinez at the end of extra time. They go to penalty kicks. And again, Martinez much better than Hugo Lloris in uh, penalty kicks. So he knew what was going to happen. It was a shame. Um, the reason I didn't like Argentina is they act like a bunch of ass assholes. Okay. Can I say that on the podcast? Yeah. I think yeah. I can. They act like a bunch, of assholes, a bunch, ass bunch of jerks. It was so stupid. They're 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 arrogant. They're um, I'm not saying France isn't arrogant as a country. Oh, we we yeah we we want to meet. I had three years of France. I can say a few things, a but baseball. anyway, yeah. So um, the World Cup's over. Argentina wins. Messi. Everybody talks about Messi now being the goat, greatest of all time. Not going there. He's five seven. He's a little guy. He's pretty awesome. Guy can score. It to him. Yeah, he can score. Yeah, I can score. Uh, some other things. Kinda, real quick, reminds me in high school. Yeah, best player of the Golden Ball Award goes to Messi. Golden Boot, top scorer, Kylian Mbappe. He had uh, eight goals, two assists. Golden Glove was Emiliano Martinez, the goalie for Argentina. Brazil has five titles. Germany and Italy with four. Argentina now with three. The last time they won was '86. They won in '78, '86, and '22. Um, but June. 8th to July 3rd, 2026. Mark your calendars now. Uh, that's when the next World Cup takes place. We'll be a lot of soccer again. before that. We'll be doing it again. Oh, sure. We'll be talking about well, that. You got beer talk. I do. And I, I got to pee. Talk. And you got to pee. So we'll do that. I got beer talk. It, it, you'll be back before it's over. So anyway, one of our main sponsors is Nick and Ivy Brewing. Right here in beautiful downtown Lockport. Paul Ivnick, they do a great job. I stopped over there and I saw David. David's the uh, one of the bartenders over at Nick and Ivy. I don't know they call them bartenders. They call them uh, whatever they call them over there. Because they have a thing. 1853 is my girlfriend Linda's favorite beer. It is a vanilla cream ale. And every year during the holidays, they spin them around a little bit. Okay. They've got four different flavors of this 1853. 20. $20 for a four pack. Okay. So that's five bucks a beer. You can't beat that. Five bucks a beer. Okay. They have a red velvet. They have a birthday cake. They have a maple praline, which is on tap right now at Nick and Ivy. And they also have a pumpkin, obviously, pumpkin time of the year. Um, great stuff. The 1853 is one of uh, it's Linda's favorite beer, my girlfriend Linda's favorite beer. And I don't know, Linda, do I say, do I, do I go girlfriend, partner, life partner? Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it all out. But anyway, Linda's favorite beer this. So check it out. Uh, Nick and Ivy's got it. Today was the first day. Monday was the first day. They had the four packs. 20 bucks. You can't beat it. Five bucks a beer. Um, Skeleton Key. I stopped there the other day. Saw Paul Slayton. Funky Town Brewing. Great guys. We had them on the uh, show last year. Also, Orange and Brew, 
Uh, my guy, Eric Schmidt, we've had him on a couple times. They combined for a Kolsch-style beer, and I had it at Skeleton Key Brewing on Friday. It was great. Sat and talked with Paul, talked with Eric, enjoyed a couple of the Kolsch-style beers. Really good uh, Kolsch-style. You have to say Kolsch-style because you can only make Kolsch beer in Cologne, Germany. It's a it's a thing. They, that's the only place. Other Everything else has to be Kolsch style. Okay. But they do a great job. They made a great beer. And uh, check it out. They have it tomorrow on Tuesday at Orange and Brew. And they'll have it at Skeleton Key. You can check it out. Great, great beer. There's also a beer called Trillium. And I was driving down the street the other day. I saw a street. And I said, Trillium? Hey, that's a brewery. There's a brewery in Boston called Trillium. And they're bringing their beers finally to the Chicago area. And they're all over the place. Crafted 1975 or 1979 has them. Uh, but the open bottle in beautiful Lockport, right over here at 159th, has them. Patrick Bish, the guys over here at uh, the open bottle, which we have Patrick on the show also. And they've got them Wednesday at uh, noon. I want to say noon. Check it out. Uh, Trillium beers. Uh, I'm not sure if they have them on tap, but they'll have them in the store. And uh, it's great to have some beers from other areas, uh, see how Boston beers compared to Chicago beers in the uh, craft beer market. So that's a little bit of the beer stuff that we have. I'd love a gift card for Origin Brew or, or Open Bottle or Skeleton Key or Black Horizon or any of those. But, oh, by the way, Alter Brewing opened a big place now in Oak Brook, right near Ditka's in Oak Brook, right on Spring Road. Uh, and 22nd, 22nd Street. Yeah. yeah, right there. 22nd Butterfield. It's actually Butterfield, I think. Butterfield, so, Butterfield and 83, Butterfield and Spring Road. Check it out. Alter Brewing, brand new place. So third place. The first one is in Downers Grove. Love their beer. Um, so check it out. Brand new place in uh And uh, cannot wait to get back out there and check it out. Alter Brewing. Some great, great beer. You can find all their stuff also at any of your local um, uh Bottle stores, cat rooms, all that kind of stuff. So Mike is back. He peed. Everything's good. We're all set. Mike's got a show on Wednesday. We get the hockey show on Tuesday. We got uh, Harry, Peter Blake, all those guys on uh, Sunday, Christmas Day. Everybody have a great holiday. And uh, we'll be back on Monday talking Bears and Bills. Yeah, Bears, Bills. That's scary. That's, yeah, that's a rough one. Who's going to cover Stefan Diggs? I guess Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. They'll yeah. try. They'll try. Right, Stefan Diggs, Barrett. He's had a couple bad showings the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but he's given he's given shoes to young kids in the stands. Well, he better start scoring some points. Well, well you got him I too, got huh? I got him too. Yeah. <laughs> so until next week, uh, thanks a lot for joining Hubes, Views, and Brews. Don't forget, we got a couple of live shows coming up. We're going to be the stagecoach on January 1st. That's right. New Year's Day. Come on out. You party on New Year's Eve. Come on out and see us at the Stagecoach. We'll get you some great food at Stagecoach right over here in downtown Lockport. And then on January 8th, Bears' final game of the year, they play the Vikings. Vikings will have everything locked up, see if the Bears can get a win. Mike won't want it because nope. he wants a higher draft pick. Nope. Yep. So uh, that'll be at uh, our guy, the uh, the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill at 159 over at 159th Street in Tidley Park. So until then, enjoy. Check out Mike on Wednesday, the hockey show tomorrow. Have a great night, and uh, we'll see you then. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.